You're listening to Legends Cast, a podcast about the cards, the meta, and the community of the Legends of Runeterra. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. To become a supporter of the show, visit patreon.com slash legendscast. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Legends Cast, a podcast about the legends of Runeterra. My name is Mark, or the Lift from outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And with me tonight, I have my legendary and ever faithful co host, Dead Broke Nerd, my uh, eternally optimistic and catastrophically creative Gibbles and Bits. And with us tonight, we have the amazing uh, half of the bearded duo from Runeterrible, <laughs> the, o- the one and the only, the saucy mailman is our first special guest of season three saucy mailman you're actually our first special guest in oh, like dang. nine months uh but <laughs> I feel so- special. maybe our first special guest since last time you're on the show like a year and a half ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a saucy. while yeah it has it has been a hot it's second saucy long. man how are you doing tonight dude I'm doing good get to hang out with some of my friends chill have a good time we've been riffing for the past while good night yeah, man. It, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we appreciate you, and uh, glad that you're here, Ian. Man, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. It's been uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks at work, um, but I will say um, my excitement for Runeterra has actually been growing in anticipation of uh, the Legends yeah. Cast Discord League. If there's uh, one thing I love, it's wonky formats. And so I'm so stoked that we are actually finally, I think, I believe the bracket just went live for our event uh, today. So I'm pretty amped up yep. because I've come up with some spicy, even and or odd uh, uh, brews. And I'm really excited to to share them and probably lose. So uh, I'm pretty pumped up for that. And it's uh, it's been getting me to log on probably more than anything that uh, that is actually, you know, uh, riot based. Uh, I just love weird formats. And the more I can do that, the more excited I'm going to be to play. So that's been fun. Uh, I know Gibby's been working on a few things too, because he's like our he's like our you know eternally uh, competitive in our in our leagues. Like he's always performing really well. Everybody's scared to to match up against him. So uh, I know he's come up with some wonky things for our evens odds too. Yes, good. Keep the fear. Keep the fear alive amongst the other people in the Discord League. Yes, I am excited for our our evens and odds league. I'll have to say, I've never been challenged, I don't think, as much as this league uh, format has been challenging me to create decks that I'm happy with. I I noticed some other people sharing the same sentiment (laughs) in the Discord, which is, okay, I've got decks I'm ready to bring to to the, the league for my week one, but I don't feel good about it. And I think it, some people will probably feel better about their, their decks after, what? after week one. Deck building challenge? Deck building challenge, what? <laughs> Playing suboptimal things? I, what is yes, this? I am glad that people feel uncomfortable because that makes me not the only one. I do not feel good about my decks, I'm, but we're going to have fun with it. So that's that's all you can ask. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Saucy, if you didn't know this, uh, we do uh, we do these leagues mm-hmm. that you play one match a week over the course of like usually was like fifty weeks. It seemed like uh, now we've <laughs> oh, cut it, it was, back to like four. It or five was like two months. To, it was like two months, and now long. it's one month. It was pretty long. <laughs> And so we started doing uh, sort of like wonkier formats now. And so last time was Allegiance League, 
um, where everything had to be mono region, and this time is evens and odds, so your decks yeah. can only contain all evens or all odds. I love which that. has been honestly, it's been super fun. I I actually created decks today, and somebody a preeminence who was in our top four for the last season mm -hmm. absolutely just trashed on me. Um, with his deck, and I won't give it away because it's actually really strong. No, you know, we can just go watch the VOD and, and spy anyway, so it's all good. Everybody go just check the VOD of uh, of Mark's stream, so now you can spy on Preheminence's lists. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's spicy, Ooh. too. There's a couple of cards in there that I never, uh, I did not expect um, that he brought with him into his list, which is super, which is super, super fun. Um, and, uh, so any, anybody else, like, what have you guys, uh, have you been in, which we can get into this in a minute, in Runeterra at all, or, um, you know, what have you been messing around with? I, uh, I've been losing really hard at Saltwater Scourge, uh, and <laughs> wanting to bounce my head off a brick wall. It's been super fun. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> What's been so hard? Uh, I don't know. I just can't not get the A rank finishes with skill in order mm. to get the Gangplank card back. Every time I play TF, I get one really unlucky game where I draw bad and just get trashed hard. And then I, I went with Nami. I had a perfect run, hardly took any damage, full health, went up against GP, lost against him five times in a row. Um, yeah. Just didn't have a build that could beat GP. I beat everything else but couldn't be, beat GP, and that was pretty frustrating. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, but we have Saucy on the show with us tonight, and, uh, and, and maybe you guys don't know Saucy is – streamer youtuber content creator podcaster and has been in the lor community for quite a while so saucy you were on the show once before but it was it was quite some time ago it was a, a while ago. yeah yeah it was too long yeah it was a while ago um tell us about yourself what do you do content do you make tell us about your story and card games that sort of stuff yeah yeah so uh i've been playing card games for a very long time I think I started playing Magic in 2003 um, and have been just hopelessly addicted to card games since then. Um, I started streaming after some time. So I've been streaming now for six years. Um, I started originally with Destiny, funny enough. Uh, found out I really liked it and I got uh, addicted to Hearthstone at the time. Uh, I was doing a lot of Magic stuff, but it was getting hard to travel around to play Paper Magic in person. And the online Magic client is poop <laughs> it's it just not bad. great um so it was when hearthstone was coming out and i was like oh i love warcraft like i played uh world of warcraft forever back in high school um so i'm gonna play this game so i got addicted to hearthstone uh did that for like what four or five years and then uh when i was going to blizzcon 2019 uh right and this is right when the uh first closed beta for Legends of Runeterra was coming out. And I was like, oh man, this this game looks kind of interesting. So I hit up someone from Riot. I was like, hey, I want to try this game out. They sent me a code. I tried it. And I was like, I don't think I can play Hearthstone anymore. Like this game is just considerably better. Like it's the best digital card game I've ever played. So uh, it was funny. I was like, well, I, I streamed that a couple times. I was like, I can't play Hearthstone anymore. I'm going to BlizzCon. And I met up with Blevins, who has became my co-host for Runeterrible, the, uh, the, the, our uh, Runeterra podcast. And uh, we, we met up at BlizzCon, both of us like, hey, we don't play any Blizzard games anymore, but we're both into Re Legends of Runeterra. Let's let's start doing stuff with that. 
and then I've been every day for the past two years doing Legends of Runeterra content, whether it be streaming, YouTube videos, guides, stuff on, uh, I did a bunch of infographics when the game was super fresh and none of the keywords made sense because there was a lot of <laughs> inconsistencies on how things worked. True. Um, a lot of keywords. Yeah, there was. At launch? Yeah. yeah. It, it was crazy because they, they dumped so many keywords. Yeah. So yeah, and been doing that forever. Uh, and then over uh, about two weeks ago, uh, I started branching out and doing variety content now. So that's me. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And you know what? We reached out and you were like, hey, I'm not really been playing Runeterra much. Uh, you sure you won't be on the show? <laughs> yeah. And you know, you're a friend of the show, so we still wanted you on the show. And we also wanted to hear, you know, we saw, you know, you, I don't know how much you've or how open you've been with the community, so I'll let you decide yeah, what you want to share. But share a little bit with us about um, kind of your journey in Runeterra and where that is right now and why it's there. It, and it can be like as a content creator, yeah. but also just like you personally as a card game player, because I mean, I would imagine that you, even though you're not playing a ton of Runeterra right this mm -hmm. second, you're you love card games, yeah. I, and I doubt that's gone away, right? Yeah, I, I I love card games so much, and and I stand by. I think Runeterra is by far the best digital card game experience. Um, it's just it's just better than everything out there. Um, and I, I came to just realize that I was getting just burnt out. I was getting tired, uh, and it was it was turning into like I, I was playing so much Runeterra every single day, putting out daily YouTube videos for the past two years, streaming six days a week all Runeterra, uh, podcasting, you know, one to two times a week about Runeterra, doing game shows about Runeterra. Uh, like my whole life was just basically become my decorations. I've got like a fizz poster and misfortune over here. Like my whole life had become Runeterra. And it was getting to the point where I wasn't enjoying card games anymore just because it became my job. Right. And when your passion becomes your job, sometimes that becomes, it makes you less passionate about your passions. And so it was like people like, Hey, you want to come to this magic things? I'm like, I don't want to play card games on my day off, man. I am just not interested. And uh, I was getting kind of bummed about that. I was like, man, this is something I've loved my whole life. And now I don't want to do it anymore. So honestly, I was just getting burnt out uh, and just, I was sick. It was becoming where like streaming turned into something I wasn't looking forward to. Like it was a, a day job I didn't enjoy anymore. And I was like, the reason I got into, you know, full-time content creation is because it's the thing that I enjoy and the thing I'm passionate about. And I was looking for excuses to not stream. And I was like, well, why, why is this? Like, that is not right. Like I shouldn't be doing that. Uh, and just decided I was just, I just needed to step away from just having to do Runeterra where it's something where, you know, I, I'm now free to kind of play whatever I want. And if that happens to be Runeterra, absolutely. Like every time, like the Saltwater Scourge, I absolutely love. Anytime that like in November, we're getting a single player expansion. Uh, I'll be playing that. Um, I'm just, I'm not the, I'm not the competitive ladder grinder I used to be. Uh, I don't care about winning card games anymore. Uh, it doesn't mean anything <laughs> like it used to. And I, I'm just, I'm just at a different place now. Like, and uh, yeah, I was just kind of getting bored of, all you have to do is ranked ladder. I'm like, I guess I'll just queue up the same stuff every day. <laughs> to be fair, I am an expedition streamer. Uh, at least that's what I claim. I okay. can bring myself to stream LOR like once a week. So um, the other times I'm usually dabbling in something else, sometimes two or three times a week. Um, but when I'm streaming LOR, a lot of times it's expeditions because mm -hmm. it's like the most casual and the least frustrating thing. And I don't want to... Um, 
blow up, uh, which uh, Runeterra has the tendency to make me want to uh, <laughs> explode a bit um, <laughs> at times. Um, but thank you for sharing a little bit about kind of like your story and um, and kind of like, you know, where you are with LOR and where you are with content creation, because I think it's really engaging to kind of get a picture behind the scenes. Because DBN, I don't know if you can speak to this. I, I think you had a pretty similar experience playing Tesla as well, because you were streaming, YouTubing, all that stuff. Uh, you know, you're not doing that now for LOR, of course. Mm -mm. No, it's it's uh I mean I I had very similar experiences when it came to finding the enjoyment uh in it uh declining over time like the longer you do it it's definitely a, a and it's not a uncommon thing either it's it's definitely something especially when you're limiting yourself yeah. to a single game and a single experience I mean that's it's hard to keep up that enthusiasm Yeah Yeah I so I remember you joined the new world hype saucy Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, DBN. No, no, <laughs> it's it's okay. I just I I definitely remember um, the times in Tesla where you would be um, in between expansions, and it had been four or five months, maybe a little longer, and you're playing the same things on ladder over and over and over again. Yeah, and and it it really does sap a lot of the uh, yeah you know, enthusiasm and creative energy, especially, and, and I will say this, and this is why I never got into LOR from a YouTube and um, stream perspective, and I thought about it, um, is there is, n I don't feel that there is as much viable creativity um, available to in Runeterra as there has been in other games. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not as bad as Hearthstone, but you get to a certain point where you're if you're not playing the meta stuff there's a small pool of things you can play that are anti meta and then everything else after that you're going to be losing a lot you might be able to do something cool but you're going to be losing a lot and it's really hard i think and i and i would love to hear your take on this as the meme master uh saucy i, I mean yeah i know that you have that kind of background as a competitive player i think you know you've even mentioned you used to be more of a spike i mean yeah. that's got to be exhausting right yeah it, it's it's funny because uh i i there's been a lot of like micro decisions that runeterra as a game have made um just from game design from balance perspectives perspectives that have kind of led me to i think where i've reached burnout um the the biggest things is i mean when the game first came out we were getting noticeable balance changes regularly mm -hmm. like the game the meta was literally changing every other day it was you know things were crazy it was the wild west and i i'm a deck builder first and a player second like i like being creative coming up with new fun stuff and i mean when we were getting you know balance changes every other patch uh, and big ones too like it's exciting and was refreshing and now we're going you know months at a time where the meta doesn't change um, and that's, it's led to a lot of stagnation and right now lists, like the game has become so powerful so fast that there's not a lot of room to be creative and do stupid stuff. Like you, like, like you just said, I mean, you can only lose, you know, so many times in a row trying to do something funny to where it's suddenly just not fun anymore. When you're losing on turn three to five, like it, it's just really hard to do these goofy wonky things with, you know, like glorious evolution and all these weird mm -hmm. Aurelian soul decks and, you know, treasure trash and all that fun stuff. 
Yeah, I, yeah I there's was... a lot of truth to that. I mean, the game is really at a point right now where there is a power level such that um, even if you want to do goofy and wonky stuff, it's not even that you're going to lose when you're doing it. It's that you very rarely ever even get the opportunity to do it. <laughs> and and not to turn right. it into the, you know, a, a conversation that's bashing or talking down about LOR in general. But that is the state of the game right now yeah. where mm -hmm. the cards that come down are coming down pretty much on curve very consistently. They're very, very strong. And that does make it very difficult for you yeah. to play sort of meme -y stuff, you know, well, in the current the... meta. Like the power level of Rune Terra right now, like stand for I'm gonna use magic terms because that's what I come from forever. So anyone who knows magic, you'll you'll follow along. But the power level of like what standard Rune Terra is, the the set we have right now, is on par with the power level of like legacy magic. Um, it's like in magic you're winning game like legacy magic you're winning games like turns four, five, six. In standard Rune Terra, it's not impossible to lose on like turn three to Azira Aurelia. I I've happened to me many, many, many times, and it's just mm -hmm. like when when that happens, when you're losing on your turn three to Zero Relia or whatever, you know now Poppy's the big, uh, the big bad. It's it, it, there's not a whole lot of room for experimentations if you're dying before you can even draw your fifth card. You know, I was thinking about this. You know, I think LORs. The beauty of LOR is that when you're playing from a competitive perspective, there is a lot of depth. There yes. really is a lot of choice to be made. And so when you're playing meta lists and competing on ladder from the intent of that sort of spike mentality of I'm really trying to, um, you know, rank up, I'm really trying to uh, dig deep into this list and understand why every single card is in there. There's a lot to love about Runeterra. Mm -hmm. I oh, think especially that like the tournament meta, the tournament meta is great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think mm -hmm. there's a big stride there, right, with the, you know, the... Um, what is it the 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 modes that uh, gauntlet modes I guess mm -hmm. where you have the three decks ban one and stuff like that that is I think the peak aspect of of LOR is in those environments where it's not just a single one v one but when you have yeah. other things to consider you know but I I think towards Tessel and as much as that game had issues creativity really wasn't one of them and I think you're right I think it has to do with the average power level of cards being lower um, which meant that the micro advantages you'd get from a stat point here or there couldn't really snowball away a game, you know, the way that they can in, in Runeterra. Yeah. So that somebody playing a deck that is really trying to pull off some wonky thing on turn nine can run some of those utility, just general good stuff cards that don't require synergy and survive and, yeah. and really put something fun together. Um, and, and I mean, that, that was my bread and butter and the in the Tesla community really was was doing things like that and and trying to make those things viable and and I haven't felt like that has been the case with Runeterra. I mean, I think that that's it comes down to looking at Runeterra from the perspective of acknowledging it for what it is now. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the acceptance phase that I've I've gotten to myself with it. But uh but yeah, you can only uh was it treasure trash? You can only lose yeah. with that so many times before you just <laughs> want to punch a hole in a wall. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh but I tell you what, we well, wait, we definitely want to get Gibbles in the conversation, you know. I <laughs> he's like working diligently behind the scenes, I think, um, right now. But we also want to talk because we have the meme master who's on on the show, uh, with Saucy being here. So we wanted to talk about some of our favorite meme cards. We're gonna jump into just a little segment, uh, talking about our each of our three favorite cards to sort of meme with. 
Um, and uh, why don't we why don't we kick it off? Uh, Gibbles, do you have your first card? You want to kick off our meme section? Tell us uh, what one of your favorite cards is to to use as a meme. All right. Yeah, sure. I'll go with one of my first favorite cards to meme with. Uh, I think this card, it came out a little bit ago. And by that, I mean a minute or two ago. And I'm really still hoping at some point that this card makes a return in a strong way. Um, it, it, it never feels like a card that won't be possible, but I'm hoping that there is a place where we find enough cards in the game that activate on summons that this card just becomes somewhat consistent, but just overwhelmingly fun to play. And I'm really hoping that I can find a way every time, uh, to play concurrent timelines at this point, I'm going to put it in meme tier yep. because it, you don't ever see it in a competitive play. And I'm not even really seeing it in casual play where someone's trying to test a casual deck to see if it by chance is competitive. It it just feels it, it got played a lot when it first came out and then silence. You never saw it again. And it's one of the first things I always find myself like going back to. And even when cards are being revealed, I'm like evaluating a card to see if it could fit or would be a good fit in a concurrent timelines deck because that's just so crazy and wacky and wonky. And it's not optimized because it's the random effect on the back half of the card. Every time something where it's going to produce something, another one of three cards for you to put on the field instead of whatever the card was that you played. But it just feels like a card that I am happy to play every single time I queue it up. And I, I really hope that, it makes its way to at least relevancy, but if not, oh well, you'll still find me playing it anyway. <laughs> nice. Spoiler alert, I tried to find an odds deck that I could <laughs> run with concurrent timelines for the league, and I just couldn't make it. Couldn't make I, it happen. Uh, I actually played around with the Allegiance League. I played around with the concurrent timelines uh, PNZ one that was just running a ton of things that did something on summon and hope you roll into a better statted creature. And uh, it was a coin flip deck, so I decided against it. Uh, but it was fun. It was really fun. It is. It's supposed to be just a coin flip fun yeah. card. No, yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm an off meta ish player, but I'm not a heavy memer. I'm gonna kick it over to Saucy here, but I also would love to hear from you, Saucy. Um, maybe even for me, for the listeners in general, what makes a meme deck a meme deck i mean i mean what what moves it from being it's not counter meta i mean does it just have to be bad is like the only no. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think i think people mix that up with thinking a meme necessarily means bad usually meme has a gimmick um there's some sort of like gimmick behind the deck that makes it different uh i think concurrent so concurrent timelines is probably one of my most played cards in the game by far i actually took second in a runeterra grand prix with a concurrent timelines uh, Trundle, um, Karina Verazza deck. Uh, I beat Swim with it. I, I beat Alan ZQ with it. Um, it was really, and it was okay. Like it's good with things like specifically Trundle. Um, it's really good with Mystifying Magician, things like that. Um, but it, like, like you said, it's not necessarily consistent enough to be uh, tier one. But we did have for a while the uh, that timelines deck with. Um, Dreadway Ledros was, you know, it was enough to get to get some nerfs in the game. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think there'll be a time where there'll be another interaction that breaks the game and they'll have to kind of like look at it. There will be a time in the spotlight for concurrent timelines because it's not bad. It's just it's hard to put like 
merit a slot in most decks because the the biggest thing and it's like mm-hmm. whenever i'm helping people with deck building like yes there's a lot of things you can put in a deck but then what are you taking out to kind of fit that you know the funny card in and right now there's not a lot of uh flex slots where you can fit three do nothings especially when you draw multiples it literally does nothing <laughs> yeah and concurrent timelines is a, is a card that you start with in your deck building mm-hmm. process and then you pick a bunch of crappy yeah. statted minions it's, with good and effects it's, on it's them. almost like you and that's what you build. It's almost around. like you wish it was like a quest in Hearthstone, right? Where you just start yeah. with it in your hand. Like that would be. I would love to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Sun yeah. Disc yeah, yeah, seriously. If you seriously. started with concurrent timelines, it'd be super strong. I think the card would actually be broken at that point because there's so many. Yeah, like it turns on so <laughs> many cards. There's a lot of cards that like the effect on the unit is super powerful, but it's just so poorly statted you don't want to play it. Um, like what's the dude uh the, the Kim Punk Shredder? Like in the Timelings mm-hmm. deck bags, one, Kim Punk Shredder is an all star. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that's well, uh that that's the kind of card. But like, wouldn't it be cool to like have those cards see play? Like that's where I'm yeah. at with it. Like I would take it. You know, it would still lose to, it would just make it, an it would still lose part. to Poppy, but it would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, tell us about your first uh, meme card then, uh, Saucy. What's 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 one on what's one that makes the top three list for you? So if I can't use concurrent timelines, my next one's gonna be Mystifying Magician. Um, I love that card so much, and I always run it with concurrent timelines too, uh, because why not? You get double the value. Um, it is it's super super fun, and he's got great voice lines. Another Marvolio miracle. Awesome. <laughs> um, but but again, the problem is it's a four mana two two. So uh, if you if you're not playing him with timelines, it's pretty poop. Like it's so bad. I uh we we did a a fun stream with me and Riot Freak. We were doing it. We did a little mini meme tournament, and I brought a whole bunch of Marvolio decks. And we he was he was laughing. He's like, I don't even know what that card does. I'm like, yeah, no one does. It's so bad, <laughs> but it's super fun. <laughs> card is a blast. You do get it sometimes in Expedition because mm-hmm. the uh, Expedition loves giving you Mystifying Magician. Yeah. Basically, if you choose. Uh, TF, you're gonna get three mystifying magicians in your deck. Whether you, and sometimes they actually flip the game for yeah. you. There is an occasion where you take a one drop and turn it into a five cost follower, and you you win the game from yeah. it. So I have a decent relationship with mystifying I love magician. That card. I've, I've never put it in a deck intentionally, um, but I've chosen it. Sometimes I've chosen <laughs> a set of three cards and it got in there and I didn't even know, uh, and like, then it oh, showed up in my hand. Marvolio. I was like, oh. <laughs> Look, it's like I have this. DBN, how about you? What's your first card on your meme list? Uh, first, first card for me is going to be the card that I, I at first really wanted to be actually viable, and then uh, like seventeen balance patches later, I realized that they don't want it to be viable, which is a bummer. Uh, because I really love Vaults of Helia. Yeah. Uh, Vaults is a card that when it first came out, I actually. Uh, built a deck when I because I was still like trying to do YouTube videos occasionally. And it was like the only uh deck that I did that actually performed moderately for my tiny channel uh, in LOR. The other ones got like almost no views, but this one did. And I built it on launch day and uh it, it seemed to do pretty well, which was with Anivia, uh of course, uh and uh Rekindler, but with um with with vaults and and of course playing a bunch of other things that would like do things on summons and uh you know and whatnot but um 
man, at five, it it is so expensive. Uh, and there's not enough good stuff to summon off of it, really. If you're not running a Nivea, like, there's not enough out there. I mean, you could argue Cythria is out there now, but, like, I don't know. There's better ways to play Cythria. <laughs> so, uh, so it's just, like, poor little Vaults of Helia. And that's, like, one of the things that, like, if I was going to be allowed to go, you know, do a... Uh, you know, a, a round of balance adjustments to fix bad cards. Um, this would definitely be at the top of that list because it's a meme that I, I still keep coming back to and trying with things only to be disappointed. But the fact that I keep coming back to it is a sign that it's very fun. Yeah, it is a fun one. Here's a tough question for you. Would you rather play Vaults of mm -hmm. Helia or would you rather play Nox Cry Arena? Ooh. Ooh. Vaults, because they're both. Yeah, would I wait, wait? Wait. Are you asking would I rather play the way they are, or would I rather play like uh, if they were? Which one? Which one would you rather? Okay. Here's a better question. Which one would you rather see get fixed? Well, <laughs> that's hard for me. I kind of want really Nox Cry Arena would be Arena. really cool. It's, cool it's so design. flavorful for Noxus, and yeah. it's like they've got all these arena characters. Like, why is the arena crap? <laughs> I asked that because you are a Noxus like savant and you love that do, faction yeah. and just really want it to be where it feels like place. they keep coming out with these fringe cards to try and like force some weird Noxus control deck that never quite gets there. And that was one of those cards. I'm like, this could be like an amazing control tool in Noxus, but then it's just like, yeah, but why not just kill them on turn four? Like, well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it's like, it's like, it's too, it's like you have to, it requires you to have units to get that value, mm -hmm. it doesn't protect your units, right? Yeah. Because you're getting them them killed off by their stuff, and it's expensive. It's like if it cost two, we'd be having a different conversation. But like, yeah. it costs four, and if you don't have a unit on four, then you literally do nothing. Yeah, it's, and it's they can play around it. Turn. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a shame too, because there's a lot of cool stuff in Noxus that you really want to like do. It, you know, control, but really you just, you're playing mid ranger aggro and that's it. <laughs> Actually, well, uh, um, I was, oh, you know what? We'll, 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 we'll keep going. Cause I actually just realized one of these, uh, Noxus silly cards might be one of my, uh, ones for this. So, uh, what about okay. you, Mark? What you got? Uh, my first one is Zoe. Um, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 yes, well, you really don't understand memes, Mark. Um, <laughs> really, really, really don't understand them. Um, no, honestly, um, the, the what you just brought up, DBN, um, that's probably one of mine. Um, and it would have been towards it may have been the top of my list when it comes to landmarks, but because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick vaults like you. Um, I'll go with Howling Abyss. This is one of my favorite cards yeah. ever. Um, it's one of my, and I didn't think it was going to be, I thought it, when it first came out, I kind of crapped on it, um, because I was like, oh, every game makes something like this. And it's just for like new players who want to see all of the champions. And then it was like, actually, this is kind of a bad card that can win you games. And I started slotting one ofs or like one ofs in basically every failure deck that I made, because it was like, if this gets drawn out and I can't seem to win, I might just be able to win with Howling mm -hmm. Abyss. Um, and mm. I love that about Howling Abyss. I, I won um, one of my league matches uh, in the Allegiance League with it because I pulled a leveled Viego off of it um, right off the bat, which is super insane. 
Um, and Howling Abyss has just been one of my favorite go. It's been one of my favorite cards in general. It's never been super strong. I think there has been a couple of metas where it has seen play in some sort of like grindy control decks that would run that in place of, I think, what cards are arguably better, which is, uh, you know, like Feel the Rush and stuff. Yeah. You can just win with Feel the Rush or War Mothers instead of Howling Abyss. I know there's a couple decks that ran it. I don't think it's ever been nearly as viable as, you know, Feel the Rush no. has been. Um, but it is it is fun, and I really do like Howling Abyss a lot more than um, a lot more than I thought I was going to. So Howling Abyss is definitely you know one of mine. Um, Gibby, what's your second one, my dude? All right, my second uh, meme card is that I I I say it it's a meme card. It kind of jogged my my can it convinced me that this is a meme card based on Saucy's description because I ran this deck with a specific card i ran our um what i called our blue flower i knew you were gonna do this or rose buddies yes i am i i this is one of my favorite cards from a design perspective and i love this card i wish it was more viable um which is black rose Mm -hmm. spy black rose spy is such a fun card it's such a great design space and it synergizes and almost gives new life to darius that's what it did yeah. in that deck, especially combined with um, Apprehend. Uh, so it it made me just love that card. And, uh, I mean, it still works really well with all the Reputation cards. I think Reputation is a really cool In that card. meta, that deck was and legitimately powerful. Yeah. Yes. So so uh, to, to clue you in, Saucy, uh, DBN and I made a deck that was Sivir in her prime, with uh, Ruin Runner in her prime, with uh, a bunch of the reputation tools, get reputation, get Darius on board, swing with Darius. Your opponent kills Darius, feels good about themselves. You Black Rose Spy, you play Apprehend yep. because now you've got another yep. Darius on board, and you swing again. And it won a lot. Yeah, this of was games. like I don't a know, lot eight months ago or something crazy. Like it was a long. It was like pre-Sivir buff, obviously, but like. Um... Yeah, I mean, even just the the Black Rose Spy just caught everyone for a loop. Yeah. It was it was an amazing card. I still look at it all the time and just, like, run two fingers across the page and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and just pray for the day that I can find a deck that, that makes that card worth it again, and I can just love that card. If I ever get the chance... That might be a card that I that I, I prismatic out just for just for old time like my soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For old side, for old time's sake, before I put it out the back. <laughs> uh, I've I've prismatic nothing but champions so far with all of my um, all nice. of my shards. Yeah, but this might be one that I do that's not that's not a champion. So awesome! It's a fun yeah, one. Black Rose Spy is great. Awesome! Awesome! Okay, well, uh, Saucy, you're up again. What is uh, what's your next meme card? Why is it Lee Sin? <laughs> I mean, Lee Sin was a meme originally. That I champion know. was not good. And then he they broke him and ruined him. Aggressively bad. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Cadrigrin the Infernal. Uh, I, love, I love cards that have powerful enter the battlefield effects. Um, and anything that you can abuse with, like, um, any any of the like uh, the, the Chronicle of Ruin stuff like that, where it like kills a thing and resummons it. I'm a big fan. So one of my favorite early early decks was Cadragrin when it first came out. 
with Callista, where you just resummon Cadrogan a whole bunch of times. So your, your dragons are just like 50 plus attack. Um, that was super, super fun. And uh, I mean, he's, it's not a good card and he's, he's kind of, he's kind of poopy, but, uh, it's just super fun. Like he, he just buffs everything eternally. Uh, you get to have a lot of laughs when, you know, you, you're playing these gigantic dragon dudes that get blocked by a one, one spider. Um, but it, it, it's just super fun. And I think Cadrogrins, he's a blast to play. Obviously not the strongest, uh, Demacian dragon, but he tries his best. He does what he can. Cadrigan. He puts his best hoof mm -hmm. forward. That's right. Yeah. His best yeah. claw forward. His horns. He, I mean, artwork is cool. That's Super incredible. cool. Yeah. That was really my phone cool lock screen for like a year. Like, it's just like, the art <laughs> on that card is so good. Yeah. Great artwork. And I've never actually put him in a deck, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. I think you're with the vast majority of everyone on the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DBN, what do you got for us? Uh, second favorite uh, uh, meme card, which is also probably my second favorite card card in the entire game, um, and that is Talia. A and I'm going to argue that Talia is a meme. Okay. okay. And my argument is not that like you can't find a viable deck, but it's that it allows you to play a lot of unviable decks that are hilarious. Yeah. Um. And I have played Talia in like a jabillion different lists, both viable and unviable. And uh, cloning landmarks is just just mind-bogglingly interesting. Um, I would also I I was debating between Talia and Malphite because Malphite probably is truly a meme. Uh, like, but uh, but Talia to me is the one that like I keep coming back to as ways to like cheat the system. Um, and, and manipulate things in weird ways because I love landmarks Yeah. and, uh, you know, two landmarks better than one, especially when you're doing silly things like cloning champs with, uh, stasis statues and, yeah. and silly things like that. So, um, cloning champions, really fun. Talia does it. So, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. And I, I would say that Malphite's not a meme. He's just bad. There's just a difference. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, that's bad. a fair point. That's a fair point. Because I think Malphite's like you want to do cool things with him, but then you never it's get to actually play anything. him. He so by one ones all day. Yeah, Big well, mountain scared of spider. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, seriously, when, how does that guy not have overwhelm? For the love of God, like when you when you run an allegiance league, aka a very restricted yeah. format. Yeah. And he as a seven drop champion still, still is yeah, in your weakest yeah. deck. That's a problem. Yeah, That's actually, legitimately, Talia was was bonkers in the Allegiance format. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, it it brings me Watch to a point Talia. of conversation. I I certainly understand your I because I was I was strolling through uh, a lot of the champions. Mm -hmm. it, are is it okay? I mean, is it okay for champions to be memes, or do you have to have I mean, they're so synergistic, right? It. I think it depends on what. I think it kind of depends on what it is to you, like because to me, Talia. Well, really, I I don't feel, I feel like it's fair to say that Talia has like a top tier deck, or maybe has ever had no, no, a no, truly no. top tier deck, right? So that's part of it. But I think the bigger picture is even though Talia has been viable adjacent at times, most of the time Talia allows you to do really wonky surprise things. So if we go back to Saucy's, you know, definition. 
right? As being able to enable a gimmick, right? I mean, that's what it is to me, is that mm -hmm. Talia enables me to do really dumb, silly, fun things. And so that's why she's my uh, choice, right? Yeah. So I really, what does it mean to you? Yeah, I think that's like, like champions like Callista uh, are, are S tier for that, where they just do, they can allow you to break certain things in the game that shouldn't mm -hmm. work and make really funny things with like, you know, rekindlers and whatnot. Uh, or like Vladimir, like he does a lot of really meme -y things mm -hmm. that's generally not super competitive, but super fun to do. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like there's a lot of champs mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, some of my favorite off-meta decks that I will take to ladder and surprise people with or just have success with are those more effective mm -hmm. but meme-enabling champions like Galista, like you talked about, like with the the Den Mother yeah. summoning a bunch of stuff. I've got oh, a, yeah. I've got an Iced on Arrival deck that I use in uh, in ladder with with that, and that's not a combination that was intended. But it works great. Yeah, it's fun because of what Callista is. I think that I think in the end, I think it's looking and saying with champions, they can become memes if, especially when you're playing them outside of the way that they were synergistically made to be played. Mm -hmm. uh, like I think that Malkai can become a meme when not played with Nautilus. Yeah, um, a, a lot like it, pretty much he has to become one, right? Because there's going to be some sort of gimmick that you're going to try to win with his synergy, not just to, you know, toss a couple things. And I think there's some. You mean like when you play Maokai with Nami? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Maokai with Nami. Or like Rek'Sai. Like if you play Rek'Sai without Pike, without Lurk, and you just try to boost Rek'Sai's attack up really high, yeah, uh, you know, on the turn that you got her down or something, like maybe there, you know, so that I, I, I think there's some stuff there. Um, so I think my next one, um, and I really haven't not messed around with this much, and I was like, I was literally trying to find it, and I'm pretty sure it's five mana. It's one of the KDA cards, and it's the one that makes all of your buffs except barrier stick forever. Yeah, um, give it all. It's like get out of the way. Get out the way. Wait, no, it's give it all. It? I think it's give right. it all. Give okay. It all. Um. Uh. Yeah. I think. I think that's right. Um. I'm, I'm like literally looking for it. Uh. Go. It. No, get it's out it of the in. way. It's out of the way. Out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one. Um, so out of the way, I think that was, yeah, out of the way, that was one of the ones that, um, I messed around with a little bit, like out of the KDA cards, that was one of the ones that I messed around with. And I thought that that card was a lot of fun. It does enable some sort of wonky stuff. It's not like, I mean, it is game breaking in a lot of ways. Um, but, uh, but like doing stuff with like Tarek and, and even doing stuff, um, you know, being able to share some buffs across, different people being able to find ways to like you know buff up your entire board with mm -hmm. things like morning light or um even the the seven cost one that gives all of your creatures plus two plus two and overwhelm for the round but now it gives them plus two plus two and overwhelm forever yeah. um once that's on the board is kind of fun um you know for, for demacia giving them all plus three plus three uh so that was one of the ones that i found to be um found to be an enjoyable meme I you know what's really was. fun with that card no, what is? Lamb's Respite. Oh, because it can never die yep. forever. It makes, it makes it where it can't die. Super fun. And then you put that with, um, what is it, Song of the Isles or something? The one that gives it, you know, lifesteal, fearsome, ephemeral. and something else. And ephemeral. They don't die if they can't mm -hmm. die, so ephemeral doesn't matter. So it's just a big old lifesteal thing that can't die forever. That see my meme game could have been leveled up if I had watched more Asasi streams. Uh, if only, if only. This is the kind of stuff I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what you want to go to your last one? What's your last one there, Gibby? 
So my last one was tied between two cards. One of them, I don't necessarily know if it fits within the meme category. Um, it was considering Citrus Courier because that is a higher-end card that you don't see a lot but is very useful and has won me many a game. Uh, but a card that I have mentioned is one of my favorite cards in the past that I continue to go back to, similar to um, the Black Rose, where I just look at it over and over again, and I'm always like, someday I'll play you again, is Shady nice. Character. Nice. Shady Classic. Character is so much fun. I love that card. And honestly, I really could throw that in a deck right now. No one thinks about the card. I could throw that in a deck right now and play it, and it would do just fine. It would get me plenty of value um, with all of the Nami buffing and anytime Scion comes down or or with all, or all these big these other big decks that are running such large cards. I don't know if I don't remember off the top of my head if it's just it followers only. So it wouldn't work on like a Scion, but there are plenty of with it not being what I would what I would call such a super aggressive meta. Like I ha at least me personally haven't run into a lot of aggressive for decks. I've run into a lot of controly build a big board decks, go wide. Um, I think that card would be fine. Is it good and reliable? No, but it's I do want to run it. In my heart, I want it's to like run the, it. The music that plays when you play yeah. it is fun. Oh, it's so good. Oh, the, an and so the animation the with like the little, yeah, like, the yeah. little <laughs> shimmy shake of the cloak is it's, so good. It's like that in the uh, the Hextech transmogrify or whatever. It's like you always want that to be. Mm -hmm. You always have this like idea in your head, like they're going to swing with this you know, 25, 25 overwhelm. I'm going to make it a 1-1. One, one. Never happens, but you'd want it to so bad. <laughs> or like the the little like sh shocked cat face where yeah. the uh, what, catastrophe mm -hmm. pops up is is so good like there's so many good just kind of small play effects that for meme cards that you just love okay saucy what's the what's the top one for you your favorite meme card right now it's probably going to be pursuit of perfection uh yep. i mean that's a that's a yep. card that i've forced in so many decks way too many times um and it, it you very rarely make it happen but when you do i mean you get a big old cat and you feel pretty cool about yourself so uh i love that card it's super super fun you and me oh, both, brother. I've forced that so, so far fun. into so many places, and I will continue I think it's also, to. like, I my favorite no type of cards in, in any card game are ones that enact some sort of deck-building restriction on you to get a payoff. Uh, the problem is it's just not really a payoff, but in your mind it is. Uh, the, <laughs> in, in, in games like Hearthstone and whatnot, they have the, you know, the cards where everything has to be odd, but then you get this crazy payoff. Uh, we don't really have that in this game yet. In, in Magic, we, we they had it too with like companions and stuff. But I think once we, I want, I love that kind of thing where it's like every card in your deck has to be like CMC less than three mana, but you get this cool effect. I want more things like that. And Pursuit of Perfection kind of felt like the OG for that. Like, yeah, you know, you kind of want to only have one or two copies of everything because you need to play all these different cards. And then you get this big old cat monstrosity. It just sadly doesn't that way. <laughs> And then it gets yeah, it does. <laughs> Everything's a mini morph. Uh, you guys better bring mini morph to the evens and odds tournament because I'm just saying there's a deck that I'm running that has some catastrophe in it. Uh, bringing it to the yeah. evens and the odds, my friend. Yeah, it's coming with me. Ian, what's your favorite meme? Me too. Uh, well, so this one is actually a different 
uh, approach than my last one. So my last one was talking about a card that I've memed and done a lot of a lot of different things with. This is I've done exactly one thing with, but I had so much fun doing it, and I felt so cool coming up with it nice. that it was like my thing, right? And uh, it was we made fun of it in previous seasons so much that I was like, you know what? Now I'm actually going to make it like, I'm going to win a game with it. Nice. Uh, and that's Atacan bringer of ruin. Nice. Love it. So, uh, when Atacan was being previewed, we just like tore this big 10 drop apart. Like how bad it is. And it really is terrible. However, uh, I built a deck that instead of cheating out Cythria, uh, on 10, you cheat out Atacan with Spectro Matron yeah. and uh, Oblivious Islander, and you use Shroud of Darkness to give it Spell Shield so that they can't screw with it. Yes. And then you win on that turn as opposed to the Cythria issue of being, okay, I have all these big units, and they stick around, but I didn't win that turn. So now I die to Ezreal. Now I die to, yeah. you know, whatever other stuff. So there was... There was actually a small reason to play Atacan over that Cythria cheat deck. And honestly, the the idea really of like, I get to play it in Noxus, which is my favorite faction. Um, he has good and, voice lines. He does, he does. And he's cool looking, really cool. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, the Shroud of Darkness uh, thought that I had felt really spicy just to make sure, because like with Cythria, you don't need it because you just got a million units that are all big. But with Atacan, it's just like, no, I, I he needs to survive to punch the damage, but he will win this turn. Yeah. And so giving him yeah. this well, the spell shield and with Spectral Matron giving the buff, with spell with uh, Shroud of Darkness giving it to the summon instead of the Spectral Matron with that interaction. Yeah, it was just cool. Well, and to your credit, this you didn't put Shroud of Darkness in your deck because you got burned by Atacan not winning you again because yeah. it couldn't be protected. You had the the big brain foresight to say this is a possible problem. <laughs> yeah, that will make like me hush. Upset. So I'm gonna push, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put Shroud of Shroud of Darkness in my in my deck now to ensure that I don't get upset spaghetti within a yeah. week or two playing this. Game. Trying to get one win with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Gibby and I sat and played it for like three hours one time, and we went about 50-50. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> so, Atacan Bringer of Ruins my favorite just for the memories and for feeling like I actually, like, I created something. Yeah. You were the Atacan guy. Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Well, my closing one is also because I tried to make it work. It didn't. It's awful, but I had so much fun with it. Um, <laughs> and my favorite meme card is Powder Pandemonium, nice. um, which is the four <laughs> mana slow, summons a bunch of powder monkeys, makes Wonder. things vulnerable for every time you've plundered this game. This card was so much fun. Uh, I played it with, uh, it's not Jagged Butcher, it's Jagged Taskmaster. Mm -hmm. um, whenever I played um, Blades and Monkeys or Blades and Guns, which is my, uh, my Israelia uh Aurelia uh MF deck was mm -hmm. just it was really a powder monkey deck that had Aurelia in it um because I just wanted to see how many powder monkeys I could like ping my opponent away with and uh loved powder pandemonium because just nobody expected you to win with powder pandemonium because it was just like and it, and it was in that deck that it also ran citrus carrier so nice. they'd be like oh okay I survived then you citrus carry and like, well, they have nothing on the board. And then you summon 
five four two powder monkeys and it's <laughs> yep. like yes i'm gonna powder monkey you to death uh on a turn that you didn't expect it and the fact that it's a spell uh if you could like get it off it was so much fun um powder pandemonium is is definitely my favorite of all of the meme cards uh plus you get all these cute powder monkeys on the board and it yeah. gives all of them vulnerable too the enemies yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah let's you choose a i had a lot of hope for that card along with loaded yeah. dice that that was going to work together. Loaded dice being every once you play loaded dice, every single time you damage the enemy nexus that turn, you nab one. So you you play loaded dice, you powder pony, powder pandemonium an entire board. Every time a powder monkey dies, you just steal one of their cards. It just refills your whole hand all the way up to max. Like and just honestly, like, burn them. Honestly, a bunch the of cards. whole like loaded dice thing with uh was it out of the way we were just yeah. talking about it that thing's really cool. But I always felt like that's how loaded dice should be without having yeah, to play out of the way. I agree. Like, it wouldn't be that strong. Like it's. Still it really wouldn't. Garbage. It's, it's mill. Mill is <laughs> yeah. mill is like bad. Like it doesn't work because it doesn't hit champs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I yeah that was my whole thought on loaded dice. And when I originally looked at it, I read it as such, and then was like, oh wait, dang, now yeah. I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> well, cool. the yeah. fact that they put a D6 and a D4 on it for all of the Dungeon and Dragons fans out there, the artwork mm-hmm. on loaded dice, just mm-hmm. you know, they could have put two D6s, but they they included that D4 on there, which I can yeah. appreciate. I can appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Well, uh, real quickly, um, Saucy, why don't you share? I know we have some people in the community who uh, have mentioned or been interested in doing some streaming, doing content creation, maybe making YouTube videos. Um, and maybe they love Runeterra and, you know, you might not be doing a lot of content for Runeterra right now, but maybe they'd like to get into it. Do you have yeah. any suggestions for somebody who is starting off in content creation? Um, if, if you had to start today, it, it, you know, rewind six years and you were starting it, but you had all the knowledge that you have, where would you start? Mm. What would you do? Uh, so yeah, in anyone, uh, I'm just going to put this out first. If you ever like, I, I live and breathe nonstop content creation. It's like what, if I'm not doing things, I'm researching, like this is, it's my obsession and my passion. So, uh, feel free. And if, and if anyone's out there wanting to like get into this kind of stuff or wants help or anything, I'm always around, hit me up. I'm on Twitter, uh, just saucy mailman. I'm literally, I'm literally available all day, every day. Cause I'd sit at my computer and edit videos all day. And so just hit me up. Um, the biggest thing, I think the biggest advice, if I, if I were starting right now and I had all the knowledge that I have now, um, it would be to focus on, uh, evergreen content, focus on content that lives forever. Um, so that would be things like TikTok. Uh, TikTok is huge right now. YouTube shorts and TikTok would be where I'd start, honestly. Um, but just videos that people can search for, whether it be, um, on Twitter, doing Twitter videos, um, doing YouTube videos, uh, things like that and focus on that first and then streaming second. Even if your goal is to stream and that's your main thing, don't do that as your main thing um, because you won't succeed. You you can't make it just streaming. You have to have ways for people to find your content because no one's going to go on Twitch uh, under a game and look for you streaming to one or two people. They're going to look at the first three people that have the most viewers and watch them. So make content that's searchable. Uh, create unique content too. Like my most successful Runeterra content and what really launched my Runeterra career was my guides. Um, like no mm. one was making guide content. So I did new player guide. I did an expedition guide. I did a deck building guide. Uh, like do think of like creative things or like 
do comedy skits do we, there were some people that were doing some uh funny music video things like parodies like do just interesting things that people want to watch things that are entertaining um like absolutions out there they're doing a runeterra game show just different fun interesting things uh would be what i would start with awesome thank you that that is really good advice i i think most people just think well i'll just uh, download obs and i'll be yeah. famous yeah um, the, the, and the thing is it used to be like that like it honestly did but the the thing that people don't realize is at any given time on twitch there's hundreds of millions of streamers it's it's not millions it's literally hundreds of millions of people out there trying to do the exact same thing and most people just turn on obs and just try and stream and do nothing so you have to kind of think like why is someone going to watch me versus someone else and i'm i'm of the mindset that if you're willing to put the work in and you're willing to like be smart and do things you can definitely succeed in anything you do that's just me i'm the i'm the optimist i'm the speak it into existence it'll happen kind of guy um but you do have to you have to be willing to work and you have to be willing to work the right way just streaming hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours you won't succeed if you're just doing the same thing mhm mm yeah Awesome. Well, thank you for those bits of advice. Thank you for coming on the show. And speaking of game shows, uh, Gibbles and Bits does have a couple yeah. pieces of Runeterra trivia for us, which is always fun. I'm going to go ahead and close uh, Runeterra on my computer so I can't cheat Gibbles. I'm going to go ahead and leave things over to you. Why don't you work on closing the show by uh, quizzing us on a couple of pieces of Runeterra trivia? Yes, I, I threw some questions together. Saucy said that he is a trivia master. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I, had, so I had, we have to test it. We can't let him get away scot free. Oh, my call's dropping. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, something that we like to do on uh, Legends Cast as a part of this new season three initiative is one of our creative segments is we will try to highlight some of the more um, lesser uh, spotlighted pieces of uh, legends of runeterra which can sometimes be the artwork the awesome artwork and the and the the text that go the flavor text that goes along with the artwork or or voice line interactions or even just how much do you really know some of those those uh binder fodder cards that just never really make a competitive deck but are still in the game nonetheless so what i have done is created some questions a couple categories that i'm going to challenge the three of you to see who knows their knowledge the best we're going to start off a little easy. Okay. When I say easy, it's as in straightforward. Not necessarily easy as in the answer is going to be jump off the page to you. Yeah. But we're going to test to see if you can name the card that has this flavor text when you click on their art. And uh, it gives you kind of some flavor text below it, along with the, the beautiful art that Riot has created for whatever card this is. So I will give you a little hint. This is a newer card that is released with the Bandlewood expansion with the banal city expansion you ready yep. all right better let them air air out a minute greenies can't take the smell but let me tells you once you're accustomed nothing like it can you read it one more time to us sure better let them let them air air out a minute greenies can't take the smell but let me tells you once you're accustomed Nothing like it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say ruined Rex. Oh, nope, not ruined Rex. Uh, That's all I got. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, my guess is the fat yertle that makes the poison darts. Um, and I can't. Uh, I'm a lecturing yeah, lecturing. Yurtle? Yeah, my guess yurtle? is lecturing yertle. 
You are. Uh, I was close. DBN. That was a good one. That was a good one. Do you have, do you have another, do you have a guess before I give a hint? Uh, I guess. Ooh, I hate the, the puff cap stuff. Uh, so I never look at any of those cards. Um, is it like sump fumes? It is sump fumes. Let's go. It is indeed. You're scrolling through your Rodera collection fumes. right now. I absolutely am not. Fumes, I, don't even, I don't even think some fumes has anything to do with puff caps. <laughs> oh, I associate I just all of that. I, I mean. Oh, anything from Zon that's right. huh, is just automatic. It's automatically oh, yeah. sewer garbage. Insulted. That's right. Wow. Yeah, wow. Zonites, are, Zonites <laughs> are sewer garbage. <laughs> They're just stinky. That's right. Just generally uh, unhygienic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so D- this DBN has one, a point then, right? The point to DBN. This next line from the art is you need to think of picture the art in this and this okay. line will make sense. So think art. Mm. Think you've seen this card. This is not from the new set. She didn't know what she had found precisely, but it was shiny and looked like a good snack. Oh. It was shiny and looked like a good snack. She didn't know what she had found precisely, but it was shiny and looked like a good snack. All right, I'm going to say Treasure Seeker. Nope, not Treasure Done. Seeker. That's what I was going to say. Oh. You're in the right faction, though. I, I've never read a line of flavor text in this game. <laughs> Wait, what? See, it's an underappreciated part of, of He said it's the I right don't like faction. Text. He said it's the right faction. What faction is Treasure Seeker? Oh, Shreema. Mark, sweet Shreema. summer child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> help, help, help. The only person who doesn't know the treasure. Help, help. Think about the art. It's something that's snacking on something metal. Oh, it's. Oh. Come on, man. You gave that away. I know uh, yeah. what it is now. I know what it is, too. You handed that to us. It's Exalted Poro. Yeah. That's not the name of the card. It's oh. the Poro. Uh. Yeah, it's the Poro. I was going to say Exalted too. <laughs> Good job. It's the Poro. It's, it's Destined. Destined oh. The Poro that I'll on never run. Relic yep. or whatever she found, and <laughs> then it levels up. But it's so good when you pull it off of uh, Poro Sled. Well, so that I love that card as well. I couldn't, I couldn't help but use that line. Okay, this one is going to be a battle between the three of you. This is going to be one of the, I'm going to give you guys a category. Vladimir, final answer. Okay. And you have to go back and forth naming cards until somebody fails. Oh, fun. Okay. In honor, DBN is at a disadvantage here. At an, in honor of our special guest, oh, Mr. Saucy no. Mailman, I need you all to name a card that plants in one way or another a puff cap in the opponent's deck. Oh, jeez. Oh, wait, you're going Champions, in an order, right? Fell, we're going in an follower. order. We're going to go in order. I So I'll, I'll, go, I'll call the order out. All right, Saucy, you get to go first. All right, I go first. Let's go with Timo. <laughs> oh, Timo. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really wow. reaching yeah, out pulling, there, okay, guys? Deep, yeah. Do you have to think about that one? Yeah. yeah. All right, Mark. Like I said, it could be a follower, it can be a champion, it can be a spell. This card, this card has to, it, but this has, to, this card has to be the thing that actually puts them in the deck, correct? 
Um, or it can create like a card that puts it in the deck or something okay, along okay. those lines. Uh, then I'll, I'll take Lecturing Yertle because he creates okay. poison. Uh, yeah, nice. I won't say the other card. Nice. It's a real card. Chumpwump. Deviant. All right, Chumpwump. That is valid. Uh, let's go with uh, Poison Dart. Poison Dart. There it is. Let's go with I think it's I think its name is Mushroom Cloud, right? That's just the. It is correct. That is the spell okay. that puts mm-hmm. them in your deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, clump of Wumps. Clump He's of Wumps, indeed. Wumps. The only two he knows. We're gonna go with my favorite card in the entire game. Puffcat Peddler. Puffcat Peddlers. Oh, dang. Um, Best card in the game. Oh. Um, oh, the Karina, the new Karina. The new version of Karina does it. I don't know what their card name is. I don't know. Um, well, last section, last guess that I have. I'm going to... I'm really bad at this game. I can't name one. I don't. I don't think I can name it. But there's the the new the new chick that could plant stuff or trigger the bombs. That's that was my guess. Okay, so the new yeah the new Karina, as we'll just call her, the new Karina would have done it. But I'm we're out. not, but we're not counting that. She doesn't plant puff caps though. That's right. She clones traps, but doesn't plant. Yes. Puff yeah. Caps. She she plants flash bomb traps. Yeah. Oh, she does not so, plant puff caps. She does not. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's just Never mind. it's just the flash bomb traps, I guess. Never mind. I'm out. All right. So Mark, you lose, and Saucy and DBN will get the points. Oh, that's oh, generous because I didn't have another Whoa. one. They should have to go to the top I got, one. I got I got all of them. Oh, I, think, I, think to, I think we give it to I think we give it to Saucy because I didn't have another one. <laughs> okay. I got if Saucy cap pup. Okay, you oh, go. Yep. Entrapment. Yep. Uh Ava Gross. Achiever. Okay. Uh, stinky one. Yeah, see, look, this That's is what I'm saying. Them. All of them That's are all smelly. Of all of these dumb, <laughs> they're all terrible. <laughs> it's not only that he named a couple more, he named all, all of the them. rest of I, them. Yeah, I've got I it. I could not remember like the name the, of Stinky Wump. Like, like, it, like, yeah, if you, I just, like if you just go to your collection and just search the word puff cap, he named all I of just them. Remember, I just remember <laughs> the ones that generate mushroom clouds so that I can uh, use them for Ezreal or discard them for discard. Mm. That's the only thing I remember. Oh, true, though, true, though. I don't actually cast the mushroom clouds. <laughs> okay. One more of this category. I will, okay. This will be a little bit more fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need you all to go back and forth, and we will start with, uh, with uh, Mark this time. Good. And still go in the same order. I need you all to name a three-cost champion. That's it? Oh. That's it. Draven. Callista. Okay. Okay. Saucy? Uh, Ezreal. Tristana. LeBlanc. Ooh, that's good. Uh, Caitlyn. Mark? Uh, Zed. Misfortune. Dang it. Misfortune. Um, I think three cost? cost because there's a lot of them. There is, there is a lot, but now my brain's like turned off completely. Uh, oh, uh, Callista. Ooh, Callista's already been said. That's, that's a repeat. Oh, then I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> you're I, out. Mark. Katarina. Katarina, indeed. Fiora. Fiora. Oh, dang it! I thought herself. I had him beat. Um, uh, Demacia and Senna. 
It's not really a champ. <laughs> Close, but no cigar. Ouch. She is Ouch. not a champion. Ouch, Kabibbles. Close. <laughs> Ones you missed were Aphelios, oh, I... Azir, mm. um, Aurelia, if no one said Aurelia, I don't think they did. Uh, Lysandra, Lulu. Yo, I, Lulu. I was ready to just keep going. <laughs> Rexai, Riven, Soraka, Ziggs. Oh my god. There's gosh. a ton of them. They're almost all three. Literally think a of a bit. champion yeah. and it's a coin flip if it's a three job. <laughs> yeah. That's it, there's a good chance yeah. of it. Good job. All right. And then the last uh last two questions I've got for you guys, which are fun ones. This one should be a little easy, and the other one you might not get, but that's fine. I just think it's a cool interaction. I want to make highlight of it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll convince mm. someone to play this deck and search for this interaction. Okay. So these are gonna be a voice line between two champions in game when you play them or when they're on board. Nice. I need you to tell me what the two champions are that are part of this voice line. Okay. So one of them says, who's for supper? And the other one says, why you are my sanguine companion. Uh, it's two champions. I know the two champions. Two champions. I know one and of them. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know who they are, so I can let you guys guess first. If you know it, my man, uh, go for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Vlad Vlad, and Tom Cannon. It is. Oh, it Tom. Is Vlad. Yeah. It is Vlad saying, who's for supper? And Tom says, why, you are my sanguine companion. Yeah, that, makes that makes so much sense. See, that was the one I expected you guys to get. Now, here's a tougher okay. one. And okay. this will close out our trivia segment. So one of, the, one of these champions says, what are you staring at? And the other one goes, just your face, hair, face and hair. Oh, no. <laughs> I know this <laughs> oh, one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Dang. 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 He's been playing too much expedition. That's the only way you get these combinations. Uh, yeah, I know what this one is. What was it? Can you, can uh, you repeat the voice line yeah, yeah, for yeah. me? Sure. Champion number one says, what are you staring at? Champion number two says, just your face hair. Face and hair. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Is it Zillion and Zoe? It is not. Yeah, DBM. Oh, no. I can give you a clue. I'll take a clue. Do you want me to tell you uh, they're two they're two champions with the same color hair? Okay, he is correct. Uh, <laughs> He's like I don't uh, I don't even know what hair is. <laughs> Trick question. They're bald. One's three, one's six. Uh, pass five, pass. four, three. Ezra, it's Ezreal Lux. It is. So Lux goes, what are you staring at? And Ezreal goes, your face hair, face and hair. Oh, no. It's because Ezreal kind of has a crush on Lux. Yeah. But the only reason I know these things is because for the show, I've had to look up and record a lot of voice lines for champions <laughs> nice. that we used as inserts. And so I've read through basically the oh voice line interactions gosh. of a lot of different that's, people. That's that's funny. I'm surprised. Game, Good so. work, Mark. I think Mark nets out. Our winner. I don't. I, I don't know that that's the case. I think I only. I had two, two points. You came out with two. <laughs> I had two Saucy. points. Saucy definitely has the most points because a he's the guest. That's right. B, he named <laughs> every single that's card right. with puff caps. Yeah. By, by sheer answers, I think I think he edged you guys out. <laughs> that's that's true. It literally knows every puff cap card ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. Well, Thank you guys for humoring me and all of my trivia questions. Yeah. Uh Saucy, as we're working our way out of here and closing up the show, I do want people to be able to come and check out what you're doing, even if that's not a lot of Runterra comment or content these days. 
uh, to come check out Destiny 2 content or whatever it is that you're playing or checking out. How can people come and find what you're doing? Um, yeah, how can people find where you are? Yeah, um, you can just find me. My website is just saucymailman.com or saucy.live. Um, I'm everywhere is just saucy mailman, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all those places. Um, I, you, you'll probably still see me being involved with like the seasonal broadcasts and stuff. Just won't see me playing the game itself. Awesome. Awesome. Make sure you guys go and check out what Saucy's doing because he makes some really phenomenal content. He's incredibly entertaining and a whole lot of fun. Um, check out his YouTube and Twitch and we'll throw uh, saucy mailman dot com uh in the uh description of this episode so you can grab the link straight from there and then from there just you know head on out to all the places that he's putting content go show him some love and support subscribe to him and follow and all of those clicky buttons that you should do um thank you guys so much for for listening to this episode and for tuning in with us we really do appreciate it thank you to all of our patreons who make this possible over at patreon.com slash legendscast. If you want to become a supporter of the show, head on over there. You can find a link for that in the description of this episode as well. We are hoping to have a special extra episode coming out. I know we missed fifth week last week. Um, we had another guest who was supposed to be on, and then uh, sort of we've had some scheduling conflicts. We're hoping to iron some of that out this week and uh, and get that figured out. And so if we're able to, you'll get a bonus episode coming up. Um, but uh, other than that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being part of what we're doing here at Legends Cast, and, uh, and be sure to come back again next week. Oh, hey guys, uh, Future Mark here. Forgot to announce at the end of that episode, we were so caught up with talking to Saucy uh, about the new two champs in a hat that's going to be next week. So next week, DBN and I will be playing with... Dun, 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 those are drums. Um, we're going to be playing with Pike and Fiora. So you can expect some uh, some cool decks there. Pike and Fiora is going to be uh, for next week's episode. If you make some decks and you want to check them out uh, and, and post them and let us know how you're going to be building your two champs in a hat deck this week, head on over to our Discord server. You can grab a link in the description of this episode as well if you've never joined our Discord before. And let us know um uh what you've decided to put together thank you so much guys and once again thanks for listening to this episode be sure to come back again next week thanks for listening to legends cast this episode was brought to you by listeners like you don't forget to join our discord community and support us by leaving us a rating and review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts a special thanks goes out to all of our patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash legends cast